Well, hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here. I'm glad we are here together. Today, I am really excited to announce a new project that I've been working on with a friend. You know him as Connecticut Kurt. He is my pal, Kurt Stone. Uh, he leads the uh, Geekin' on WDW uh, podcast, and he's been doing that for several years. I've known Kurt for a long time. Kurt and I meet every Saturday and talk about life, talk about business, talk about work, hold each other accountable, uh, make sure we're doing the things that we need to do to uh, lead our lead both of us in the right direction. And we've been doing that for several years. We call it our Saturday morning mastermind. Well, for a number of years, Kurt and I have talked about doing a podcast together. And we've we've played with the idea, we've talked about it, but finally we have done it. We're introducing a brand new project called Dudes in Progress. Dudes in Progress. You can find our website at dudesinprogress.com, dudesinprogress.com. It's a weekly podcast, anywhere between a half an hour to an hour long, where Kurt and I talk about um, things that make life better, right? Everything from goal setting to values and habits and the secrets of happiness and all kinds of things that will move everybody's life in the right direction, including Kurt and mine. So I invite you to listen to this initial episode, episode one of Dudes in Progress. And then if you see fit, please go over to dudesinprogress.com and hit the subscribe and follow or the follow and subscribe button. I'm not sure which one it is. And follow our show. We're available on Apple, Apple Podcasts. We're available on Stitcher. We're available on Pocket Casts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just about everywhere you can find a podcast. But if you like the show, head on over to dudesinprogress.com and subscribe and follow. I would certainly appreciate it. So I am so happy to introduce to you the very first episode of Dudes in Progress with Joe Taylor, me, Simple Joe, and Connecticut Kurt, Kurt Stone. Enjoy. According to recent research by the National Chamber of Commerce, people are most likely to give up on resolutions by January 19th. Around 16% of Americans keep some of their resolutions. Around 13% of Americans keep none of their resolutions. And nearly 80% of New Year's resolutions will fail across the board. Welcome to Episode 1 of Dudes in Progress. Here we are, Kurt. Hey, Joe. Yes, sir. We have finally started our first podcast together. How about that? I'm excited. Me too. We've been talking about this for a long time. A few years. <laughs> yeah. How long have we been friends, Joe? Five years. So we came together because I went out to Cincinnati to go to a webinar, not a webinar, a conference at someone's house. <laughs> which was a big stretch for me. A little bit of anxiety going out to Cincinnati, to someone's house, to talk about podcasting and online business. And I met a, uh, a friend of ours, Clay Lamb. He's a mutual friend now. Yeah, yeah. Clay. Yeah. And we decided to do to meet every single week. And you were a podcaster. I was a podcaster. We had that in common. We met every single week since then pretty consistently. So I've always had this 
desire to do something in podcasting with you. We're finally doing it. As people uh, uh, striving to make something happen with their life, we need to be held accountable. And we need to be accountable to each other. Accountability is a good thing, right? I I believe it's a good thing. Uh, So accountability is a good thing. Uh, Share our struggles, share our victories. Uh, In fact, share our struggles and victories with with you, the the people out there listening. Listen, we're, we're just a couple. We're just a couple of pals trying to make a, a better life together. That's that's the long and short of it. We're trying to make a better life, and uh, our hope is by our transparency and our openness during the show, you'll learn and achieve along with us. Uh, we hope to get some some strong interaction with with you, the listener, and as we as we share uh, as we share life together. I always love I love building community. It goes back to. I talk about going to conferences and the community that was built around the conferences that I went in a technical aspect of, of my career. And then I built a really successful podcast called Geekin' on Walt Disney World. And I've built community that's been amazingly successful. We could talk down the road about why I think that's successful, but the friends I've made, and I'm shocked, even in that topic, people will come to me and say, this podcast means so much to me. You have no idea, you know, during the pandemic, how you lifted my spirits and kept things positive. And so part of, we're going to talk about our values. I think coming here and that's one of my things. I like serving people. I like working on improving myself. And then, yeah, I'd like to see some people come join us on the, on the journey. I'm sure they will. And like I said, the idea is that through us getting together once a week, and being open and honest with each other and transparent, sharing goals, sharing strategies, sharing victories, uh, sharing our, our struggles, uh, through that openness and transparency, uh, everybody, the community, us, of course, we'll grow, to, we'll grow and achieve together. Let's briefly talk about what, what we can expect from each episode. You're going to hear a feature subject uh, where we'll talk about several subjects, a feature subject a week. Uh, for example, goals and values are this week. How appropriate is it for goals and values to be at the beginning of the year? Uh, but in coming weeks, we're going to discuss building habits, secrets to happiness, overcoming perfectionism, and this this weird word called equanimity. <laughs> so every week, we're going to share it. We're going to share a feature, a feature subject. Kurt and I will share a win for the week, something that we feel moved our life forward, or maybe just celebrate it, celebrate an accomplishment. Uh, we'll introduce and update each other on a 30-day challenge. Uh, I think this, I don't think this week is weight loss and what an appropriate time for weight loss. I've lost 30 pounds, 30 times in my life. <laughs> and I guarantee you, I can, <laughs> I'm on the other side of that right now. So this is, this is good timing, good timing for me. And I'll bet you it's good timing for a lot of us, right? <laughs> uh, and we'll end up the show with a quote to help us move forward into, into the next week. So Kurt, how, what was your win for this past week? I had a couple, Joe. I'm going to start. I'll probably give you a couple, but this was Christmas week. I got a really fantastic Christmas gift. Now, it's fantastic because it's a trip to Disney World, which I did not expect. But that's not really the win per se, although that's pretty cool. I was shocked and so excited about it because I didn't have a trip planned till end of September. And I have a bunch of friends that were going in april and they've been talking about it i meet with my community every single week and they've been getting all excited i've been watching facebook posts and kind of being feeling left out a little bit because we have mutual friends in another podcast and they're putting the 
together a community event in the end of April. Well, my wife surprised me by sending me to Disney World. She set up outstanding. She set up the hotel. We have the Disney Vacation Club, and she set up the hotel, the flights, and gave me a bunch of gift cards. My daughter got in on it too and gave me some money and cash. And so it's not that I'm going to Disney World, although that's pretty cool. It's that, first of all, my wife thought about this and cared enough, said, you, you just can't not be there. You have to be there, mm. which meant a lot to me because she's not always been really supportive, I felt, of the podcast <laughs> as much. And the other, I think the other win about this, too, is that the money that she made through my efforts in my podcast, because she's become a travel agent for Disney World and Universal and works that business with her, a good friend of hers, all the money that she's made is going towards sending me to Disney World. Wow. Wow. That's <laughs> so, fantastic. It's pretty cool to have a podcast that is a side gig, which I always wanted to have my whole life. <laughs> I never had a, a really good productive. It's got, we'll, again, we'll probably get into it at some point, but it's pretty cool that those efforts not only help other people, but it's affording me to go to Disney World. And you had another one? The other one was, you know what? I had a week off. And I try to put a list of to-dos and one of, you know, you and I have talked about how I like to learn and be better at home improvement <laughs> and have not, it's something I've struggled with or not put a lot of effort into, or there's a fear there of messing things up. But my daughter gave me a challenge. She said, I bought mom a ring camera and she's not installed it yet, or I've not installed it for her. And we had a sec separate ring camera she has one for the door the front door but we had a spotlight one that had to be wired into the house and so i told my daughter i am committed to doing ad i don't like working on electrical things i have this fear of getting a shock i think from long ago doing that but it, you know and it's an unfounded fear because i did learn how to turn off the power properly and i bought a little little ga gadget to figure out where the hot spot was and all that and I successfully got both of those cameras installed this week, and she's actually really enjoying those, too. Congratulations, man. There are a lot of parts to that, too. Like, her and I, there's obstacles to these little things that really hang you up. She's had these cameras for six months. She said, I want the camera in one place. I said, it's easier if I wire it at the garage. You know, the level it was going to be. There's these little things that were just making me put it off into the future. And I said, forget it. I'm not even going to tell her where I'm putting it. I'm just going to put it up. She wants me to move it. That's fine. I'm just going to get it up there. It's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission, right? <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just the fact of doing it. You know, I, I watched the YouTube is fantastic for these types of things. Unbelievable. And they made, sometimes they make it a lot easier than it actually ends up being. But, and I almost dropped it because <laughs> I was hanging it. They have this little hook where you hang the, spotlight and luckily i had the ground wire already attached and i dropped it and it hung by the ground wire so that could have been a tragedy but but I was, yeah i think these little home improvement is not again in improving myself that's one of those things i'm looking to do and i was successful i had a couple of successes this year so that was mine what was your win for the week so for about a year and a half i've been on the board of our homeowners association for 
about eight months, I've been the president of the homeowners association of the board on the of the homeowners association. I didn't volunteer for this at all. I just kind of got dragged into it, right? <laughs> but it's it's been it's been something that has been satisfying to a certain extent. I'm able to serve my community. I'm able to make some friends. I'm able to make an impact on the future of the of the association and there's some work to be done, certainly some work to be done with the association and some of the amenities that we have, our tennis courts and our pool and uh, our big clubhouse and things like that. So we certainly have there's certainly work to be done, but it fell about five deep on my priority list. And I realized, Kurt, that I'm not willing to make the time, energy, and mindshare sacrifice that's, that's required to serve on this board, much mm. less be president. So this past week, midterm, remember, I stepped down from the board and it was bittersweet. We, we, in, in, in my short period of time there, uh, we've accomplished a lot. We've made a lot of changes, uh, but I realize it's not a priority for me. I'll be honest with you. This project that we have going is a higher priority for me than the HOA, than being president of the HOA. My current income producing activities, those are a higher priority. Hanging out with my kids and my grandkids and my wife, that's a higher priority. Uh, and a couple other things, mm. building relationships, that's a higher uh, relationships outside of the HOA, things to do with my church. And those are our higher priorities. But I didn't want to. I had some ego invested in it, man. You know, I had some ego invested in it, being the president of the HOA and 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 making progress with the homeowners association and and leading the charge. But once I realized that, and I've known it for a while, once I realized that I don't, I'm not willing to make the the required sacrifices to do this. And it's really important the way I word that. I'm not willing to because everybody has 24 hours in a day. I mean, I could make all kinds of excuses and say, oh, I don't have time. Work is brutal. I've got some. No, I'm, I'm not willing to. Mm. And I'm saying no to this. I'm saying no to this, to this activity. And it's an activity that I enjoy. It's an activity that I'm making an impact. It's an impact. It's an activity, quite frankly, that boosts my ego a little bit. Mm. But I said no to it. And I stepped down this week as, uh, as president of the HOA. That may not seem like a big deal, but that was a big deal. That was a big deal for me because I, I, it's midterm. And I didn't want to feel like I'm letting anybody down, uh, my fellow board members. And I felt that a bit. So uh, that, was a, that was a big win for me to make that decision to step down from, from the board. I really resonate with this one. And you and I have been talking about this for weeks. And this is the type of thing that we do talk about on a weekly basis in our, what we call our mastermind. This is one of our values to live intentionally, not waste time on things that we don't want to do. And we do get roped into these things. I feel the same way. I, I'm, I like to serve people. I like to be helpful. And that's where I can get caught up into something I don't really, really want to do. And if I'm not doing it with my all, I feel horrible. <laughs> right. So it's better for me to feel horrible and rip the bandaid off right away and say no. And, and I know you didn't, but you had the courage at least at, at some point, even and it was difficult timing. There's, we know there's a lot of reasons why this was not a good timing for the board for you to step down, but they'll recover. They'll be fine. When I told them about stepping down, one, one thing that I said is, is I, I started to apologize. And then I said, no, 
I'm not going to I'm not going to apologize for making the right decision. This is the right decision for me. This is the right decision for the board. Yep. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember this just this past week after I'd stepped down, we had a big snow and here in here in uh in Cincinnati. I'm I'm based out of Cincinnati. We had a big snow here in Cincinnati, and I woke up about three o'clock in the morning thinking, okay, is the is the plow company coming or the is or the are the snow guys coming or the salt guys coming? Realize that's not my problem anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good feeling. Yep, that's right. That's when you that's know right. you've done the right thing. Absolutely. So there's my win for the week. Fantastic. Love it. I've been really actually quite pleased with my reading habits. I've gotten through a couple of books. Well, I'm going to bring them up in this episode, but the one I'm reading, I just finished this actually. It's called Help is Here. You know, this is a Christian author that I really like, Max Lucado. Mm-hmm. And so I thought this little story, he does a lot of great stories. I like the way he writes, very down to earth. He's got a great cadence or it, it just, I like the, like the messages, but I hope this intros our topic today about goals and values. So I'm going to read right from this chapter. It says, what has the spirit gifted you to do? God did not place you on this earth to waste away your life in labor that does not employ your strengths. That's similar to what Joe was just talking about. (laughs) Make a careful exploration of who you are and the work you have been given, and then sink yourself into that. So he talks about a year. Years ago, I heard a fable about a dying father and his three sons. Having given his life to building a company, it was time to turn it over to one of them. But which one? The father had a plan. He called them to his bedside and handed a dollar bill to each of the young men and gave this assignment. Buy something that fills the room. The one who takes up the most space will be entrusted with the company. Now, each of the boys obeyed the instructions. The first returned with two bales of hay that he purchased for 50 cents apiece. They covered the floor of the room. The second produced two feather pillows cut them open, and let the feathers fill the air. The father was pleased, but not satisfied. He turned to the third son and asked, What did you do with the dollar? The boy had nothing in his hands, so he explained, I gave 50 cents to an orphanage, 20 cents to a church, and 20 cents to a soup kitchen. One of his siblings objected, but he did nothing to fill up the room. Yes, I did, the boy explained. I spent the last dime on two items. He reached into his pocket and took out a little matchbook and a candle. He lit the candle and turned off the light switch. From corner to corner, the candle filled the room, not with hay or feathers, but with light. With what are you filling your world? Mm. So how do you answer that question, Kurt? With what are you filling your world? That is the question, isn't it? It's quite profound. And again, I think that is part of why I'm doing this podcast, to live intentionally, think about the gifts that you've been given, and to use those. Live your values. And I think Joe and I, we're, we're going to talk about goals versus values. But I think that is the, the secret to living a good life. Yes, to un- understand your values and to be willing to say no to everything else. Yeah. Yeah, with what are you filling your 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 life with? It really it really forces you to step back 
And by the way, Max Locato is a is an amazing author. He's a great storyteller, as you can tell. It, it really makes you. It, it forces you to think about the moments of your life that that you're letting in and you're not letting in. I'll, I tell you what. I, I've taken every goal setting course you can imagine <laughs> throughout my years. Uh, from back in the days when I used a day timer, daily planner, uh, and their whole goal goal setting. Uh, a B A one A one uh, A one B one C two A two B two C and this whole goal goal setting process. Uh, I even took a, a course by Michael Hyatt called Five Days to the Best to Your Best Year Ever, where you take five days and you go through a whole goal setting process for the next year. Uh, you look back on the previous year and you set smarter goals and and you do action goals and. You, you, you talk about why those goals are important. So you do what it's a really intense investment. My point is I've, I've, I've set goals. I've set goals after goals after goals. And I have failed. I mean, we, we talk about, we talk about new year's resolutions. Did you set any new year's resolutions this year, Kurt? <laughs> yeah. The one I'm thinking about or a couple. One is the weight loss. I'm really disappointed. I, I lost 20 pounds last year and I put it all back on. I'm mm-hmm. back where I started. So that is one of them. And it's basically a value of health too. I'm not feeling great overall yep. because of the weight that I've put on. It's, it's at an uncomfortable place. That is the other one. I was talking to Joe too about a theme for the year. And we just said, he said to me, just blurt it out. Whatever comes to the top of your mind. And I wanted to give it more thought, but after I said that to you, Joe, I've thought about it some more. And the theme or goal for my year is to have inner peace. Mm. Now, I'm an achiever. This is like, you're to do that, those personality tests. There's one in particular I'm th- thinking of. It, it come out with this, like my highest personality is being an achiever. Now, that doesn't mean... I wish I had the description for me right in front of me. doesn't mean I achieve all the time or I'm a high achiever. It's just that's part of my DNA. Mm-hmm. And so, but I don't, I don't need to be, you know, a multimillionaire. I don't, we can get into some of those things in, in the future, but I do have a little bit of anxiety sometimes. And there are times when I even when I was doing some of these projects outdoors, I was getting so frustrated. I lost the little plug that goes to the, the ring <laughs> camera. I, I could not find it. I was so mad. That's what I'm talking about. That's one way of losing your peace. And it was all on right. me. Well, I, I didn't set any goals. Okay. Uh, any, any New Year's resolutions this year. <laughs> and simply because I stink at them. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I mean, I've, those, that little blurb that I read in the very beginning, I am right with all those people. Nearly 80% of New Year's resolutions fail across the board. And it doesn't take me long to fail. When it comes to failing fast, when it comes to New Year's resolutions, <laughs> I fail fast. <laughs> and so I didn't set any, I, I didn't set any New Year's resolutions this year. I, I actually didn't even set any goals this year. I, I prefer to focus on values instead of goals. When you focus on values, you're not tied to a specific outcome. Your, your ego isn't, it's not invested in a certain thing happening, a certain event happening, a certain milestone happening. The sole focus on goals 
is not a good thing. When you have your ego tied into a specific outcome uh, and invested in such a in, in a certain in a certain thing happening in a certain way, in a very specific certain way, by focusing on values uh, instead of being driven by this relentless pursuit of a goal, uh, you let your life unfold. And, and, and you fall in love with the journey and the process. You know generally what you want to happen in life, right? You know generally by focusing on values, you know who you want to be. You know what you want to be. And you, you do have some goals. I'm, I don't, I'm not completely forsaking goals. I'm just I'm not making the goal the primary thing, mm-hmm. you know, because goals just goals happen naturally because we're human beings that, that achieve, right? I think they're just a I was thinking of this too when you were explaining this to me. The goal, like I was thinking in weight loss as an example, the goal is helpful, but it's not the everything. I think right. your motivation and why are you doing this? Like my, in my case, I want to get healthy. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And we're going to share some of those values yeah. uh, because I don't believe, I don't, I don't think goals in the, in the traditional sense work. I don't believe they work. They don't work for me. They may work for that highly driven type A person that, and I have some, I have some real type A qualities, believe me. Uh, but that I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be caught up in this relentless pursuit of a goal. Like I said, I just want to want, I want life to unfold and fall in love with the journey and the process. Uh, I do believe in goals, like I said, but I believe in like micro goals yeah. that form habits in the spirit of like BJ Fogg's tiny habits book or James Clear's atomic habits. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think that the, that hyper-focus on achieving a goal is healthy for, uh, for true life, yeah. life progress. I agree. I like that we were going to talk about habits. I think habits are even more important than goals and that consistency that you move towards little mm-hmm. by little. Well, next week we're talking about goals. So this is, this is completely appropriate. I mean, next week we're talking about habits. I have a section of a book. I was talking about Ed Milet's. I don't know if I mentioned it yet or even the Ed Milet's book. I was reading power of one more. And actually this fits really well with what you're just saying, Joe. A lot of times when I read these self-help books, I don't have to buy into the whole everything in the book, but if there's a little nuggets in there that I like, and I think this actually fits into what you were thinking. And it was a, a chapter on standards and the twist that he put on standards. Sometimes you think of standards. I don't know. I was thinking of like New York Yankees, for instance, their standard is to win world series championships. And that's a high standard. And they've been very successful with that kind of standard. You go into their program, but no one has any question what the standard is. <laughs> it's to win the World Series. It's not like to make the playoffs. And every action that they take is focused on that standard. And I guess you could call it a goal to some extent, but I'm going to relate these to you in the basis of a weight loss goal, if you will, but because it's easier to describe that way. But he says standards are specific set of actions you must take to achieve your goal. So that's a little different twist that I hadn't thought about. It's, it's, it's kind of like we were saying, those habits, those actions that move you towards something. So goals are without standards. They're just a bunch of rudderless thoughts and words. When you set the right standards that match your goals, your life becomes much less stressful. Your goals become secondary. If you meet the standards, you'll achieve those goals. 
So I think that kind of relates to what you're saying. So here's nine Mm -hmm. ways to set higher standards. And the first one is know why you're doing it. (laughs) I think you got to have an emotional motivation. And I'm already talking about weight loss. I'm trying to build up that emotional. I was, I I can't even bend over to tie my shoes right now, Joe, Mm -hmm. (laughs) or put my socks on. That's what, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm not, yeah, I want to lose 20 pounds early on here this year, but that's kind of the goal, but I want to be able to tie my shoes. I want to be able to walk without being out of breath. <laughs> I just want to feel better. So that's why I'm doing it. And I'm going to focus on that, not necessarily that 20 pound goal. Break down a higher standard into detailed and achievable steps. Like I got to go grocery shopping and I got to buy those foods that are going to meet, you know, I can't, I've been hitting the bread too hard, Joe. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the cookies. I, this this holiday season, I've, I've eaten like I'm going to the electric chair, Kurt, <laughs> because I'm, I'm I'm telling you, and candy and cookies, yeah, and all the stuff that's bad for you, and all the stuff that at the beginning of the holiday season, I think, you know what, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna partake. <laughs> I'm not gonna thing. do it. I can I can I can get through this holiday yeah. season without without eating you know three pounds of Skittles and <laughs> all the candy canes, including my kids and my grandkids. <laughs> Before we give it to them, right? You know, you buy yeah. all that candy yeah. to put in the stocking yeah. and you eat all the candy before you put it in the stocking. <laughs> so you have to go back to the grocery store to buy more candy. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, my goal was to not gain weight during the holidays, but I did. So there you go. And then the third of the nine higher to set a higher standard is be honest with yourself. And I thought about this even with the podcast that we were starting. Could I put the time in? besides all the other things I was doing. And I finally got to the point where, yeah, and we struggled with this. You know, I was thinking about this a lot. So I think I was very honest with myself and, and I'm setting up myself, I think, to, to win here. So we'll be able to do it. But yeah, be honest with yourself. You know, weight loss, it's a lot. I got to be in it for the long game. Get help in areas where you're weak. Our, our friend Clay said something really profound during the year. And it's not really what you know, but who you know. You know, who can you reach out to for help? I think in weight loss, you know, we're, Joe and I are going to have a 30-day challenge. And so challenging each other, giving different ideas, encouraging each other, I think that's really important in this goal too. Uh, use technology to set up and maintain your new standards. That was something I was successful with last year, and I, I never wanted to do it, which was track my calories and track what I'm eating. And so Mm. I'm going to go back to that. I'm going to use one of those apps that I can put in my phone and I'm actually going to record what I eat. And I think that is a great strategy to in terms of weight loss. So use technology to maintain your new standards, give dedicated thought to the relationship between your goal and the standard. And basically if you've got high standards, then you'll get higher results. This is one of Joe's favorite sayings, forget perfection. What's your favorite saying, Joe? Yeah, progress, not perfection. <laughs> yeah. So there's going to be times, especially when you're in weight loss, where you're doing great, you're losing weight right up front, then you hit a, a plateau, and you got you to gotta forgive yourself a little bit. This is the part where you're saying, like, yeah, you could get really frustrated and quit at this point. And that's, you know, part of, part of progress, not perfection is uh, understanding kind of what your what your minimal what your minimal idea of success is 
right? Understand, okay, I'm, I'm, I have these lofty things that I want to achieve. And, and even you and I, Kurt, we might differ on, on the whole idea of goals, right? Yeah. But somebody might have these lofty ideas of what they want to achieve, but consistency is, is more important than making sure that you've, you know, you've run the five miles today. You know, yep. maybe, maybe you make your goal every single day that you're going to, you're going to walk 7,000 steps. In fact, that's a good one. That's a good one for me. You're yeah. going to walk 7,000 steps, which as you, when you think about it, it's pretty doable. Right. You, it's a little effort, yep. but you can say that, okay, I, I won for the day. 7,000 steps. I won for the day. So progress, not perfection. Yeah. And if I miss a day, I got to be getting, I got, I can't get all upset at myself and I got to get back right back to doing it the next day. Right. And right. Number eight is don't overthink it. Get over yourself. And just get your button gear. <laughs> mm. Just get, get started. Over yourself. We have ego invested in a lot, don't we? <laughs> yeah. We there's there's times when when it comes to reaching out, when it comes to setting our goals, when it comes to getting over ourselves that we have to we have to take we have to take in a little humility and realize that we don't know everything, we're not everything, we're not as smart as we think we are. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 we need we need help and we need accountability, which is kind of what this show is about. Here's one I'm thinking with the weight loss in terms of don't overthink it. One of the things I did in the past, I have this book. I think it's like a 10 minute workout every morning. It's just 10 minutes, but it's, it's usually using dumbbells, sit-ups, push-ups. And I've been overthinking whether I was going to get back into that routine or not. You know, we'll talk about this in terms of tiny habits. Like the first day, I might just do my sit-ups, but I'm going to do it in the morning. I'm going to get into that routine. If I keep doing that every morning, I'll get better at it day after day. But if you Mm -hmm. overthink it and never get started, (laughs) which is something I can definitely do, then you'll never get on with it. This subject dovetails perfectly into next week. It really does. Talking about habits and how to build habits and how to, you know, how to, how to, uh, uh, how to set the proper habits and what to do with those, with those habits. I'm really excited for next week too. All right. Number nine of the standards is set standards to please yourself. Just compete with yourself. You don't have to compare with someone else. You know, I did that when I was (laughs) decided to take up running. I was really honest with myself. I am not built as a world-class runner, (laughs) but it was a challenge to get, into a habit of, of being a runner. I've since hurt myself with plantar fasciitis and I'm not going to go back to running, but that's what got me into walking. That, that I actually, that 7,000 steps standard is what I'm going to do. And it's going to be hard during the winter. I am not motivated to go outside and walk in the winter time and it's cold and nasty out, but I might put the stepper over here. <laughs> downstairs get that ready uh, i don't like doing the the step what do you call that thing the i've got one of those the elliptical elliptical yeah something like that but i'll probably i might do that i think one of the standards i'm going to set is definitely seven thousand steps which i've done on i'm pretty good use that just the winter time it makes it harder those are my nine ways to set higher standards can i share my values with you Chris? yes please so uh, like I said, I, I went on a whole rant about goals versus values. By the way, Ed Millett is a great author. He has a good, he has a really good podcast as well. 
but he's a high-strung, highly-driven tri- guy. Yeah. He's not for the faint of heart, but if you take those little nuggets like you just did from Ed Millett, it'll be something, you'll, you're doing something special. You know, it's funny. I, I read a, a review on his book, and it was kind of a negative review saying how he is very intense, but you know, the book's not written in that sense of intensity. I don't think, I think he's pretty clear. Like even in that it's, he says, you know, set standards to please yourself, which is not a high intensity kind of point that he's making there. And so I think the, the guy that was giving the review was kind of reading into who he is and, you know, he's multimillionaire and, you know, not every, you know, the review was like, not everybody can be a multimillionaire. Like, well, I don't think Ed was actually saying that in his book. And I think he was, you know, just giving great points on how to be successful. I mean, the title in the book really led me to read it, which is the power of one more, the ultimate guide to happiness and success. So I was interested in the ultimate guide to happiness and success. <laughs> well, those aren't two bad things to have, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> happiness and success. So here are my here are my values. And this is these are the things that I really want to focus on being or becoming this year. And, and maybe being or becoming isn't even the right word, but you'll understand as, as I go through the list. So here are my 2023 values, not goals, but values. First one, and this is in no particular order or hierarchy. Uh, the one thing I want to, I want to understand about, I want, I want you to understand about values and the way I look at values is they can't contradict each other, right? The, the values can't contradict each other. Uh, if, if, if the way you're, you're working, your value is contradicting another value, then you work it, you're working that value wrong. All right. You're not doing that value. Right. So here are my values. First value dovetails into exactly what we were talking about health. I want to, I want to hold. I want to hold health as a high value, eating right, exercising, my mental health, my, my emotional health, uh, my health all around. I want, I want everything in my life to point towards good health. And I want the things that I do to point towards good health. I also want to contribute. I hold a, I hold contribution as a high value. Uh, I want to I want to engage other people in helping them with their lives, uh, whether it's a word of encouragement or whether it's helping somebody build a deck. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, I want to be a contribution to other people's lives. I want to be a, a contribution to. I want to contribute to those things in in my life and my family's life and those closest to me that bring value to them and bring value to me. So, uh, contribution is a, is a significant value for me in 2023. Also courage. Now, how is courage a value? Well, when it comes to courage for me, I want to make sure that I, I don't let fear rule me. I, there, fear is a good, is a good emotion, right? Mm. Uh, fear, fear keeps us out a lot of, of a lot of trouble, but also it also keeps us from doing things that are important, doing things that uh, we know we'll move our life forward. So I want to make sure that I have the courage, that I hold courage as a high value to move my life forward and not dwell on the negative consequences as much as I might. There's a saying, I think I told you at one point, maybe I heard it this year. I really like this one, Joe, too. I like all of yours. I, I, I share many of these with you. But you got to have courage before you have any competence. Hmm. And think about that. 
you're taking ta- doing a new task at, at work, I'm challenged often by technology. And it scares me at first. And a lot of times I'm impacting the entire company that I work with a lot of people. So I got my butt out there. <laughs> and I think I learned some of this from my, even my high school years when I was a high school basketball player in a small town playing out in front of everybody where basketball was really important to that small town. And I think I learned at a pretty early age, I was okay with it. <laughs> I, I took, I took a lot of beatings and negativity from people, but yeah, you gotta have, you gotta be, you gotta have some courage and just know that you gotta, you gotta be courageous when you're doing that. I mean, we're being courageous being podcasters and and talking about these topics that we're talking about right here is not, really easy for me. And so I got to have a little courage to put these out there and take that criticism possibly when people listen or give us feedback on things. Yeah, there are some significant decisions. I mean, it took some some amount of courage to step down from the HOA. Right. Uh, but there are significant decisions that I I need to make this year that I want to make this year. That is going that and we'll learn about that as we go as we'll learn about these decisions as we go throughout the year together. Uh, throughout this podcast and this and what with this project together, we'll learn about some of those courageous decisions that I'm going to have to make. Uh, but I know that I'm going to have to be courageous mm. in some of those decisions and take some risks. Uh, and I've 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 always had a high a pretty high level of risk tolerance. I've 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 been very entrepreneurial minded, and I've I have uh, I've started a couple businesses and failed in a few yeah. <laughs> businesses. Uh, but I just want to make sure I keep. Courage is a high value yep. this year. Like it, and and finally, I've done I've done health contribution, courage, and finally, the last two are wealth. Now, how is wealth a value? Wealth leads wealth can lead to security, and security might be the better word, but I don't. To me, security is smacks of the opposite of courage. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you you need to step out of what's secure. In order to uh, grow and move forward in life, but wealth is wealth is okay, right, Kurt? Yeah. Holding holding wealth as a value is okay, and it, as long as you're as long as it doesn't is it doesn't contradict with your other values like contribution and health and and authentic relationships, which is my next one. Uh, but wealth is important. Huh? I want to I want to build wealth. So I can contribute. I want to build wealth so I can give back. Mm-hmm. I want to build wealth so I can uh, so I can make other people's lives more comfortable. I think it's fantastic, including, probably, yeah. Including my own. Yep. Right? Including yeah, my own. For sure. And we're I'm doing okay. Right. I'm doing okay. I mean, I, I I've made some some decent financial decisions mm-hmm. in life, and I've made some really, really bad financial decisions in life. Uh, and that's part of this show also. We're going to talk about wealth. We're going to talk about building wealth. And we're going to talk about making money and things like that as, as we go forward. So wealth is a, is a value that I want to hold uh, this year in 2023. And finally, uh, maintaining and building authentic relationships, like the relationship that you and I have, Kurt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the relationship that I have with, with uh, a handful of other people. But the important thing is, is you can't have true, deep, authentic relationships with everybody. Mm-hmm. You have to You have to prioritize those and you have to value you can you can do you can be authentic with everybody 
Uh, and I think that might be a, a better way of saying it. I, I, I want to I have authentic relationships with everybody that interacts with me. I can't necessarily have deep relationships with everybody, but I can certainly have authentic relationships with everybody. Yeah, there's a lot of things to say about relationships. I think that's definitely something, again, Ed talks about in his book. That's a big part of success. Learning from others, getting ideas from others, and people that are lonely. That is like the depression and all those things are people that don't have really good relationships. Mine are very similar to yours, Joe. So my values, I have health also, so I won't go into that. Financial security I wrote down. I put serving others, which is very similar to your contribution. So we share those. When you said them to me, I was already thinking in those three for sure. I talked about Mm -hmm. the inner peace. I don't like it when I'm anxious. I don't, I don't like that feeling. I, I think about a life of balance too. And so inner peace to me is also when I'm feeling frustrated, depressed, and I just want to reverse those feelings. And we're going to talk about this word equanimity, which is very similar to what I'm talking about. This, this balance that I think you don't have to be too high. You don't have to be too low. That's something I'm striving for this year. And the other thing, and we're kind of alluding to it, but my other value is intentional living. Just really deciding on what it is I want to do. And every day, taking a step in that direction. I really enjoy that in my professional work. I've done some of that this past year. A lot of my work is about learning new things. I try to, you know, you you can just get so caught up in the day-to-day duties that you, you don't do those things that move you forward. I love it when I'm doing some training. I'm teaching others. That's part of learning when you, when you learn something and teach it to others. So I want to be really intentional. I want to be consistent with living my values like you are. As we live our values uh, over the next year, and like I said, I- I'm not setting any, any goals for this year. I just want to live my values and let life unfold. And part of living those values is, uh, we both mentioned it in our list, is health. Which brings us to our 30-day challenge. Yes. Our 30-day weight loss challenge. Yeah, 30 days. I like these little challenges. It's always something I've enjoyed doing. And I'm putting that out there because, like I said, I've put on some weight. I'm discouraged about it. I'm going to go longer than 30 days, but 30 days is a good start. Well, the idea behind the 30-day the challenge is to is twofold. Number one to prove that you can do it, to set a small enough time period to say, listen, I can stand on my head for 30 days, right? I can, I can, there's lots of things. If I just, if I just focus on the next 30 days, then I don't have to go to 31. The hope is to go beyond that, but I'm just going to focus on the next, on the next 30 days. And, and by that time, those things that I learned and those habits that I built over the, in that 30 days should continue at some level, maybe not at the intensity, but at some level should continue over the year. You just read my mind. The 30 days is a kickstart into those habits for me. And so what I'm going to do during, you know, we can't give medical advice on our show. Everybody knows. We're not doctors. Everybody knows your doctor. Yeah. Everybody knows how to lose weight. (laughs) There's no, I mean, you can have different twists on it and, and, different strategies, but basically you got to take in less calories. Right. 
Or you have to burn more than you take in. Yeah, Absolutely. You got to burn Absolutely. more than you take in. And I've found that for, for where I'm at. It's a math problem, it's right, a, Kurt? It's a math exactly. problem. And I, like I said, I've had success with counting calories. So somewhere in the 1,800 to 2,000 calorie range, I know if I eat consistently the same thing, basically, day after day is helpful and I don't mind it. I can do the chicken and the salads. I'm going to go out shopping and get myself set up for the proper food intake. And then I'm going to count those calories. And that's going to be a big part of it. I'm going to do the 7,000 steps per day. And I'm going to add that. You know, exercise is good for my mental health too, the walking and a little bit of weight training that I'm going to do. But when it all comes down, it's counting those calories and recording them and staying on track, keeping that calorie count under, you know, things like no sugar, low on the bread too, I think are two of the other things I'll be focused in on. But that's my strategy for the next 30 days. So I'm not going to set a weight loss goal. I'm not going to set a weight loss goal. But what I will do is I'll commit to the fo- to to the following very simple things, not e- not necessarily easy, but very simple things for the next thirty days. And I'm not going to, and they're so simple to me that I I, I don't need to track them. I, I'm not going to. I don't need to write them down. That just that those kind of things never worked very well for me. I'll do it for the for the first week or so, and then you know I'll forget my food journal, you know, or I won't write it down or whatever. So. It, in my life, I have to keep everything very simple, very simple. So here are my simple, here are my simple items. And it's, it's, it's interesting that you said the things that you said, Kurt, because we didn't share any of these things, but they're very similar. Yeah. So for the next 30 days, I'm going to commit to 7,000 steps a day or 49,000 steps for the week, which means yeah. that I give, I give myself a little grace on a little makeup time. Right. Okay. And plus if I build, you know, I can. If I can build through the week and I and I build some a little reserve, maybe I can take a bit of a break on Sunday, right? But forty nine thousand steps for the week, but ideally seven thousand steps a day, seven thousand steps a day. I want to keep my calorie count to eighteen hundred calories or less every day. Again, it's a math problem, right? Yeah, it's a math problem, and I'm only going to eat lean meats, fresh fruits and vegetables, fresh fresh or frozen vegetables. No pasta, potatoes, rice, no starchy foods uh, for the next 30 days. I don't know what I may have a I may have a pizza and a gallon of ice cream on day 31. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> but for the next 30 days, 7,000 steps a day, keep the calorie count below 1,800 and eat only lean meats, you know, chicken breast and lean, lean beef and pork and those types of things. Not, I'm not going to lean heavily on lean meats. I, I think if we just, if I just stay, uh, away from the starches. Yeah, high right? protein. Yep. High protein, exactly. Uh, eat only lean meats, fresh fruits and vegetables or frozen vegetables, and no pasta, potatoes, rice, or starchy foods. Those are my three rules for the next 30 days. I'm going to do those things for the next 30 days, and uh, I will report on my weight loss, but I'm not going to set a weight loss goal. All right. I'm going to add water <laughs> to that list of strategies, Definitely. too. Lots of water. I drink a lot of water anyway, so I don't. I, I I'm I'm in a really good habit of drinking a lot of water. I've gotten out of that habit, day. so I got to get back to yeah. that. Yeah, that won't be a problem with me drinking. I water. am drinking a no sugar Snapple right now, though. Yeah, I would. It, when it comes to like sugar free stuff, I would really stay away from yeah aspartame and artificial sweeteners. 
because I, I, I just heard this recently that if we take in something sweet, our brain triggers like what our, our pancreas or something like that okay. to start accepting sweet stuff. And it, it, it sends out insulin and it act and it's, and it's actually worse for you. Okay. Well, good. Then that motivates so would, me more to get to the water. I would really invite you to, I, 20 years ago or maybe more, I cut out, I completely cut pop out of my life. I know. And I almost, I, I only drink water, only drink water now. Fantastic. All right, let's finish. So there's up. a 30 day challenge, man. This is, this yeah. is, this is going to be a big deal, man. 30 days keeping to these every single day. And I guess we'll come back every week, right? And report on our progress. Yeah. My goal how is we did that week to post these things. We've got a private Facebook group. We're going to post our ideas and thoughts and accomplishments and hope we get a community start building up here to join us there. So look for the dudes in progress, Facebook group. I'll start promoting it on my other podcasts and my personal Facebook just to get started. And then Joe, we got a quote for the week to finish up. Yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess it's about time to wrap up episode one (laughs) of dudes in progress, right? I think it was a good episode. I think I thought it was meaty and I thought we accomplished exactly what we wanted to accomplish. I'm excited to get started. So here's my quote for the week. And this is, I thought it was appropriate to share this quote on the very first episode of Dudes in Progress, because it is by far my favorite quote, uh, my favorite quote of all time. It's by Martin Luther King Jr. The ultimate measure of a man is not where he stands in moments of convenience and comfort, but where he stands at times of challenge and controversy. That's, yeah. Why does that one resonate with you, Joe? Because... We can all, life is easy when it's convenient and comfort, right? Yeah. We're not, there's really nothing to measure. We're just, we're enjoying life. There's nothing, there's no strife. There's no stress. There's no striving. There's no pressure. I know. Life is convenient and comfortable. There's nothing really, there's nothing really to challenge us. The ultimate measure for me, I can, I can be a heck of a nice guy when life is easy and comfortable. I can be a giving, loving, kind, generous person as long as my life is going okay. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As true. long as I'm not as long as I'm not in a hurry, yeah. traffic is fine. <laughs> right? That's so true. As long yeah. as I'm not in a hurry, go ahead, get in my lane. It's okay. It's those times but of man, stress and challenge that you really challenge gotta dig and in. controversy. Yeah. Challenge and controversy. That's where that's where I want to be measured. That's my ultimate measure of who I want to be. It's true. I was talking about keeping my inner peace. You know, when, when you drop the floodlight onto the ground and smashes in a million pieces that, that can, you can lose your peace real fast and, and get to a place where you don't like yourself so much and other people aren't going to be too attracted to you. And yeah, that's definitely, it's, it's not those times when things are going right that I want to be in peace. That's easy. It's when you get those stressful moments that you got to take a step back and go, okay, what is this really about? And think this through and reset yourself and only be stressed for a short period of time instead of letting it drag on and on and on. Yep. That's a great quote. All right. I had to go. I've got lots. We're going to have lots of quotes. Joe and I are both into quotes and I got reverence for several people that I'll bring in, but I had to start with Walt Disney because he's someone who I've definitely revered and started a podcast about Disney world and his quote. Well, you know what the funny thing about this is it's not attributed. It's, it is attributed to Walt Disney, but it wasn't his quote. What I learned and researched a little bit about this. And there was a website 
I found that seemed pretty credible was this was actually done by an Imagineer when they were building this Horizons attraction at Disney World. And he kind of laughed. He felt kind of cool that it ended up getting attributed to Walt Disney. But it's a simple one. Everyone's probably heard it. It's called, and it's simple in that it's, if you can dream it, you can do it. And it's a real positive quote. Just, I mean, no, I mean, I'm never going to be the president of the United States just because if I dream that, I'm probably, <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. But I, I think if you can play like a kid, think up things that might not seem that attainable and really focus. I think the thing is too, for me is if you focus on it and you make it a priority, you can accomplish a lot of things you might not think are possible. Things might happen that you weren't expecting. You might even get to things that you didn't expect, but are even better than what your dream was. And what I love about that quote is, You've got to let yourself dream. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay to let yourself dream, to let yourself just let your mind wander to great and amazing things. Yeah. And you never know, Kurt, you might be president of the United States one day, (laughs) right? You never know. I mean, you can, you can dream, you can dream and you can, you can even dream frivolous, crazy, weird dreams that somebody might look at you and say, there's no way. Look at the city that Walt Disney built. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that city that Walt Disney built from a dream, from him just saying one day, I'd like to do this. You know, he worked on, he was in his, I mean, both you and I are in, are past our fifties. You know, Walt Disney was over 50 years old when he started Disneyland, which is a ph- phenomenal kind of fact that I always thought about and that he had a dream of a theme park. Many people speculate for at least 20, 25 years that was always kind of in the back burner. So he was working on that concept, at least at some level, for over 20 some years. And, you know, when you get into over 50 years old, you start to, some people get kind of crotchety and forget their dreams. And that is one thing I don't want to do. I want to keep making progress and just keep in the fight, Joe, as long as possible. Let's go ahead and wrap it up right there, Kurt. I think we covered we we did cover we did cover a lot. Uh, next week we're going to talk about building habits. Uh, we're going to update each other on our thirty day challenge, and I I would invite you to uh, visit us at dudesinprogress.com. Uh, the if the web page isn't up yet, it will soon be up. Uh, but the email is up. You can you can email us dudes at dudesinprogress.com. Dudes at dudesinprogress, and we will certainly response to your email. We would love to hear from you. We'd like to hear your input on values versus goals. And maybe you're participating in the weight loss challenge. Head on over to the to the Facebook page. Uh, we'll put that link in today's show notes. Head over there to the Facebook page and uh, share. You, if you want to share in that 30-day challenge, uh, share your progress in the 30-day challenge. Uh, we love the fact that you're here with us. We love the fact that uh, you're showing up to listen to these du- two dudes in progress. And we will talk with you next week. Hey, Joe, I just want to remind everyone, we did, we got a lot of things we've been setting up. One is our Patreon. Patreon.com is a place where you can voluntarily support Joe and I and find dudes in progress. We're get, just getting those things set up, like the website and the Facebook group. But we'd love for you to join along in our progress. Talk to you next week, Kurt. Thanks, Joe. See you.